Planet Earth, Michael Litton, the last DJ, host of Ride the Vibe, playing what he wants to play and saying what he wants to say. Thank you, Tom Petty, the late, great uh, Tom Petty. Broadcasting from the beautiful DRS ATL studio right here in Roswell, Georgia, for all uh, our fans worldwide. This is the eighth largest city in the state of Georgia. And the owner and uh, consummate host and executive producer of the show, Waheed Gomes, at the audio aboard. And then it wouldn't be a Facebook Live show without uh, Otis Tillman. And again, I just genuflect to these guys. I don't know how they pull it together. You know, we're, we're delayed a little bit on this show, but the technology, man, you got internet connectivity issues, you got Zoom stuff, you got Facebook Live, you got the audio bringing in. Uh, so it. <laughs> It's crazy, but uh, they do it, and I'm amazed. And so thank you all for uh, patiently waiting for the show to start. I'm totally over the moon stoked to have on the show Born Healer, a soulful, heavy, groovy, blues rock, UK-based band. Now, we don't have the entire group Born Healer, but we have uh, Helen Turner and Ian Black, uh, both from Glasgow, Scotland, now based in the UK. Guys, welcome. Thank you so much. Hello. Hi. Hello. How are you? Thanks for having us. Oh, my gosh. Such, and and uh, you guys are up late. You're vampires, right? It's like 12. <laughs> yeah. No, it's morning now in the UK. It's, well, yeah, half past yeah midnight. it's half past midnight. So this is just crazy time. For it's us all good. Yeah. It's well, thank you shocking. again. <laughs> we, hope, we hope our mothers aren't listening. <laughs> Going to be well, we so hope upset. they are. We hope they are. Well, you know? we hope they are. But they're in bed, probably, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the, uh, for all your fans that are Legion, the way we roll ride the vibe is I like to do what I call an old fashioned music listing format. And we just changed mm -hmm. up the background to uh, highlight a turntable. Because back in the day when I was at University of Colorado in Boulder, going to college, we would play records. We'd actually listen to them in their entirety. We even yeah. stacked them, you know, and then they'd drop and we'd play them in an eclectic mix because, you know, one cat would have the new Joni Mitchell and one cat would have the new Bootsy Collins and one cat would have the new Bob Marley, on and on and on. And, yeah. uh, you know, I always wished at the time Oh man, wouldn't it be cool if the artist was there to talk about the music and the song and the backstory? Uh -huh. And the best we had, of course, was the the, the liner notes, which yeah. were voluminous. And then we loved those double albums because we could clean the seeds and stems out of our weed, which was coming from Mexico. <laughs> Uh, but we, we like to encourage the listeners to sit back in a comfort of an environment of their choosing, mm. get a beverage of their choice, okay, and in the studio. I've got uh, some sparkled water from a cool company called Drinkmate. They're out of uh, Michigan, and they make this little device that sparkles really any beverage that uh, 
that you want. Although uh, yeah. Johnny Hudson last week told me, uh, "Don't sparkle any milk." <laughs> so, I've heard of I've heard of some people sparkling wine. Yeah, and then make that, it like champagne. And it, yeah, and it goes fizzy. Yeah. So yeah, I've heard of that, yeah. but I've never done it. It's so. very cool this drink make because it'll take any beverage, and so it greatly reduces. Like for me, I was buying. Uh, club soda in plastic. Well, now I don't do that anymore. So it saves money, saves the environment. It's a cool thing. Yeah. So yeah, cheers well to drink, man. Cheers, cheers to plastic. you all. Cheers. Well, we've got um. Cheers. We've got whiskey. Oh, nice! <laughs> I love it. It's I should. Midnight here. I should it's have some of that in the studio, but it'd get me all bollocked up. <laughs> yeah. So. And the way we're going to roll this is we're going to play a five or six to seven of your songs. Not in their entirety, because we want folks to go out and buy the music. Not on mm -hmm. Spotify, because that bloody CEO for Spotify, Daniel Ick, uh, you know, gives up maybe .00331 cents to you all for each stream. And as uh, there was a great article, REM's Mike Mills told the CEO to go F himself, because he was telling the <laughs> artists they just needed to go out and make, <laughs> make more music as a way to make more money. It's like, no, dude, how about you free up some of those billions you're raking in and give it to the people that are making it for you? But at any yeah, rate, because I'm the last DJ I can say that. So we're going to play six yeah. to seven of your songs, not in their entirety. Some of them will be audio files. Some will be video. And then right. while they're playing, folks can go out and buy that album. And where can they get that, the, the first album, Till the Dawn, your debut? Till the Dawn. Where can they get it? Uh, main places uh, from our website, bornhealer.com. Yeah. Perfect. It's as simple as that. Yeah. It's just simple, and you, you just buy it online, and it's yeah. there for you. And then that is the best way for you all to make some money. Yeah. 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 yeah you know, we, you know what, we, we did have it on, on Amazon up until just a, a week or so ago, but I'm not a fan of Amazon. Yeah, amen. <laughs> so Jeff, I kind of thought, yeah. Jeff know, they, Bezos, they, another bum out there, just raking in billions and not giving anybody any money. And during during yeah. this lockdown, you know, they're just making millions. Yeah, t uh, incredible. I, I heard like something like $13 billion a day he's making. What? <laughs> and paying his people like nothing. So yeah. shame on him too, but yeah, you know, no, no and and the, you guys aren't gigging, right? I mean, th there was an article that my sister sent me that uh, talks about Nashville live music industry on the brink of calamity. You know, oh think about that because again, the and yeah. probably just like y'all in the UK, these venues are not uh, open. Well, this is it. I'm we we had loads of gigs. Um, as many many bands did, all lined up for 2020. Um, and especially, you know, the summer just finished, finishing. And in, in, in England, and in, we were in England and, and Wales, but also there's loads of festivals that, you know, we were booked on to. And that's the kind of way that the music scene runs in Britain that during the summer months, there's quite a lot of yeah. festivals. Every month, every every week, you know, loads. Um, and so we were booked on, on a lot of those. And of course, none of that can happen. Happen, right? Uh, so that's that's what tends to happen in the summer, and then in the winter time or the autumn time, you know, it's the more kind of um, intimate venues that, yeah. that are having gigs, and of course, they didn't happen in spring. No, and they're just not about to happen either in the autumn and in the winter. So everything's just gone. Yeah, there's a lot of Empty. a lot of the um, festival organizers and the gigs as well. They're just they're just 
flipping everything over to 2021. Yeah, right. So the, the same lineup and everything. Yeah. Um, but we were just, I was just speaking to the owner of the rehearsal studios we were at tonight uh, for our first rehearsal. Yeah. It was good. Yippee. It was good to be loud. <laughs> and you got to see, uh, you got to see your mates, Merrick and yeah. Steve. Yeah. Yes, we did. So the owner of the, of the studio, Nigel, he was just saying that um, he's starting to hear that some places, some promoters are actually waiting for 2022 now before oh, they start. Geez, oh, geez. So yeah. these venues can't know. hang on. You know, in, in this article, the guy from Exit In uh, in Nashville, the owner, you know, he said, we, you know, people don't understand we can't pivot, the club owners. Yeah. Mm. You know, we can't yeah. do takeout, we can't do delivery. You know, we, we Absolutely. depend on, you know, packing a lot of people in a small space and having folks up on stage sh sh shout, you know, yell out loudly. I know. Yeah. And we can't and we have to turn that over multiple times. Yeah, there's just no way around it, really. No. And you can you can say you'll do it online and, you you know, you have a virtual yeah. gig. And, that, and that's great that people are trying to do that. But I, I think anybody who who's into music, as we all are, you know, wants to go to a, a, a sweaty venue yeah. late at night, yeah. you know, it's dark, it's, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's a little, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit edgy. It smells you know, musty. <laughs> it's not so great. The toilets are horrible. Yeah, right. For sure. <laughs> but we love it. Yeah, that's absolutely. Yeah, to be, you yeah know? absolutely. Just and it's just, it's just that. But I mean, we're, all, I'm hopeful. We're hopeful. Yeah. Amen. Hopeful, you got to be. Well, yeah. and, and your your name, Born Healer, is a, it's indicative of hope. <laughs> so I, I yeah. want and I want to talk about that, but I want to. I think right. we need to uh, tee up uh, one of your latest singles or the the latest single, yeah. Heavy uh -huh. Rumble. Oh, cool. love this song. And we'll play just a couple minutes. And while we're doing this, y'all, again. Time back in. You can't, you're not going to gigs right now, y'all. So go buy their music. <laughs> That's the least you can do. Buy the album yeah. and then you can create your own musty, smelly, <laughs> you know, bad bathroom <laughs> environment. Yeah. You know, we, we can send you t shirts with yeah. special musty, musty. smell. <laughs> you know, we can do that. Every, you heard things. it here. You tell, you tell Born Healer, you heard it on Ride the Vibe, you'll get a musty t shirt with a CD. Wow. <laughs> Special extra musty, damp t shirt. Well, let's hear yeah. a little heavy rumble if we could, Otis, or why he'd right. want to y'all.
We're back with Born Healer. Oh my gosh, I love that new single. And I'm not alone. Classic Rock Magazine said the real deal. That was heavy rumble. Got a lot to unpack, but I like you guys make such a, a lovely couple. And and <laughs> and I, I I love a love story. So I have to I have to hear. You you guys have been together, I believe, twenty years. Is that uh, yeah, but more than kind that. Kind of. Yeah. More, maybe more, maybe more. Oh, not, much, not much more than that. <laughs> well, I was close. The last DJ's close. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so tell me how y'all met. Was it love at first sight? Was it through music? or? Uh, it, it, uh, should you want me to do this? Yeah, you do. Okay. So, uh, well, uh, well, we don't come from London, but yeah. we, we now live in London. Yeah. So, uh we both were living in London separately without having met each other. And um, Ian put an advert in a paper. In those days, it was um, a paper, paper, yeah, sure. newspaper for, for a singer, songwriter. Uh-huh. And uh, I applied and that was me. Wow. <laughs> but, it, but the weird thing was that I, it turned out that we had mutual friends in common. Uh, I had been, I, I was good friends with people he'd been at school with. Yeah. And, and that was just complete, co- complete coincidence. And another coincidence was that of the, I put some bands, I mentioned some bands in the advert as influences, you know, as you do. Sure. And sure. Uh, one of them was free, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite bands. Yeah. And one of Helen's favorite bands. And, and the we're other gonna two, talk about that. I want to get to that too. Cool. And the other two bands that I mentioned, uh, Helen had actually seen in concert or was going to see in concert just within about eight weeks of wow. the advert. Wow. So I mean they were obviously current band that yeah, were doing so it was just like really so it, it was quite it a was, good match. It was a lot of things. You're it was connected. the cult and it was Lenny Kravitz. Oh look at that. He, wow. I know. So uh he'd said, you know these are my influences, yeah. the cult, free and Lenny Kravitz. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and it just so happened that I was just about to go and see the cult and Lenny Kravitz. Oh my God. And, and it just seemed like this is the, this is the, this is the one you have to call, you yeah. know, this is the, this is the one. And, and I did. And then, um, but we weren't, we weren't, if you want to know, we weren't a couple for a long time. Yeah. We were, we were just band members. Yeah. And um, after that, we just thought, oh, you know what? It's easier if we get together. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't a love at first sight. It was kind of just, it was a, an evolution. Yeah, yeah, it was connection at first yeah. sight. Yeah, yeah connection. Yeah, the musical connection for sure. Yeah, very much yeah, a musical and also connection. Personality-wise, I think we we very much on the same kind of wavelength. Yeah. So uh, there was always a bit of a connection. We just yeah. had to work it through. Interesting. And then uh, talk about the name Born Healer and the connection to James Taylor, because I understand uh, there's yeah. a connection to James Taylor. So if you'd weave that in, that would be cool. Well, okay. Well, you know, I'd love to tell you that James Taylor actually named our band. But, uh, <laughs> but your nose would be grown? <laughs> yeah. My nose. And I'd be struck down. Yeah. And- Lie. All right, you so can't I, do that. I, Only the last DJ can do those kind of things. Yeah. <laughs> so I won't tell you that. So what happened was that we were trying to find a, a, a name that was um, positive and interesting. Yeah. And so uh, we, we kind of felt the people that we were in the band to start with 
Steve wasn't in the band to start with, but right. another guy called Andy. Andy yep. So he needs credit for that too. So yeah. we all we all decided on. Hope you're watching, we, Andy. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Andy. Hey, Andy. Um, still good friends. So yeah. you know he's not he's not throwing rotten tomatoes at the screen. <laughs> right. Good. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, we'll never know. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he we, we decided that we wanted something positive and we just liked the idea of healer. And yeah. Although we're not particularly, you know, none of us are spiritually right. awake in that sense. It's not a case of we're we're healers in any sense. We just like the idea of being healing and, 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 and a positive thing. I think we 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 thought it had a bit of a, a blues kind of yeah. historical yeah. connection as like, well. You know, so. the John Lee Hooker album, John Lee Hooker. Healer, was a big album. Yeah, and yeah, absolutely. That sort of mojo type stuff. Yeah. So we quite like that. And then, but we wanted to put a word with it that would kind of just make it a, a bit more interesting. Yeah. But every word we put to it seemed to change it. You know, uh -huh. if you, it seemed to change it too much. And then one of us came up with born and it seemed to just intensify. Yeah. And we thought neatly. that was, yeah. was better. Yeah. And it, yeah. So it worked quite cool. And then, I love it. and then, and then, uh, so we thought, right, born healer, we're born healer. Yeah. So we, um, we googled it because you know you have to find out. If it's <laughs> yeah, someone six else has it, other right, bands. right. <laughs> yeah, and and there was no other bands apparently called born healer, but what there was was a, a quote from a a, 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 a concert, concert review, a concert review yeah. that was was James Taylor um, supporting Aerosmith. Oh apparently. wow. And the, the, the journalist had just said, you know, this band were on, that band were on. Yeah. And then the born healer, James Taylor, came on stage. Oh, interesting. That's the way he, James Taylor was described by was this. Described. Oh, yeah. interesting. And, and we didn't, I mean, I don't think he, he went into much detail about yeah. why yeah. why Bar James Taylor was the born healer. We just took it to be that he's just got such a, a lovely soothing voice he's got such yeah. a beautiful kind and of style well and, and yeah. if you look in his back i mean he overcame addiction so Absolutely. he healed himself so it's and then Absolutely. and music so, is a healer so it really yeah. is so, yeah. it's pretty cool i get so, chills it's awesome so yeah. although you know it was a, just a two words out of a review yeah uh we just felt that that was an okay kind of con uh, connotation and an right. okay kind right. of connection to have with us so well, yeah, and not bad to be linked to Aerosmith as well, kind of a rocking band. Well, <laughs> you know, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. So it all fits together mind. nicely. Yeah, uh, yeah, I love we're, it. We're, we're good with that. I love it. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a short break and then we're going to come back and play uh, Our Father Time, which is okay. another uh, sing a recent single. And I'm imagining mm -hmm. is uh, getting ready for an album, but we'll talk about that. But we'll be right okay. back. We've got to support our sponsor, which in this case is DRS ATL. DRS provides professional audio mixing and mastering services. They also provide other creative services, such as voiceover editing, audio restoration, and audio forensics. They have great customer service, their work is fast and efficient, and their prices are affordable. You can learn more about their creative services by visiting them on the web at drsatl.com. Again, that's drsatl.com. Or call them at 404-590-0779. Again, that's 404-590-0779. DRS, when the right sound matters. 
having just a fascinating conversation with Helen Turner, Ian Black of Born Healer. And before we uh, get to our father, Tom, just talk a little bit about Heavy Rumble. I love the way you guys put that video together, bringing each of the instruments in individually. The black and white, I thought, was so classic, and the music just killer. But just talk a little bit about that latest release, if you would. Yeah. Do you want to start there? Yeah, well, we we, um, we just had some idea. It's uh, We were saying earlier, when you, you do a new music video, you need to keep coming up with new ideas yeah. just to make it slightly different. And I think we'd already decided we would uh, try and do it in black and white and have lots of uh, interesting lighting angles so yeah. that you would just see a face appear in the dark. Uh, and then, so we did a bit of that and then we kind of thought, you know, it'd be nice to have something uh, interesting just to open it up. And when we organized the set with the, the drum kit and the, the amps and the, and the rug on the floor and the big it just all looked really cool and we just yeah. thought actually you know what we could just do it so that we just do uh, a take just with Marek starting on bass yeah. as with the song and each of us then fade it in and it, it worked really well we, we didn't really know what we were doing and we were kind of <laughs> just hoping it would work but then we got it back from the from the video guy and it, it looked great yeah so and we the video guy Janish is another uh, Polish guy yeah um and I do know his second name. I just can't pronounce it. So sorry. <laughs> well, don't, I wouldn't be able to pronounce his own. <laughs> so sorry, Yanish. Yeah. But um, you know, he's he did that video, and he did um, he did another video for it. He did forgot to forget video as well. Ah. So um, which we we well, hope he, we'll get to at the uh, end of the show. Oh, okay. So he, you know, he's been really supportive, and yeah. he's, he's great. He's he's got really good ideas. So. We came up with the ideas, I think, and he just made Implemented them work. Them. Is it, he just made it work. <laughs> is it fun and is it another creative outlet as musicians to be able to have that component? I, I would think it would be uh, really cool. To do the video? Yeah, yeah. I, th I, think, I think it is. It's something that um, I, for one, didn't think I'd ever be doing videos. Mm, yeah. You know, uh, not because I, 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 I didn't think that you know, I just I just thought in my career it probably wouldn't happen. But, yeah. but actually, these days it's a good idea to do videos. Of course, Even whatever level you yeah, are. Yeah, of band, course. The you know? necessity, the mother of invention. You have to. You got to yeah, go with the definitely. times. And, and, and so you think, you know, I you, you might just do us standing singing on stage, but then you need to be a little bit more creative yeah. than that. So you kind of get forced into being a bit more creative, yeah, creative. and it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. right. It's Another fun outlet. Is yeah. You've, and also you've as as musicians we've done our work we've got the recording yeah so the the recording the audio recording's done and somebody else can come in and try and make us look good. yeah <laughs> so we could just enjoy it yeah it's, it's, so it's a little yeah, it's yeah. different a little more re relaxing i love yeah. that well on this next song uh, our father time which is another uh, current release which I'm anticipating is going to be on a C or a EP or whatever, and we'll talk about that. Yeah. But this is in an audio format, and uh, Otis Tillman has done a great job taking pics you all sent and doing a little montage. So we'll play about two oh, minutes of that. So, again, you all stay with us and go out and get to bornhealer.com and buy that CD till the dawn. That's their debut release, and we will be hearing songs off of that uh, soon.
that our uh, old father time. And I'm not alone because classic rock, the blues, says simply wonderful. Great song. Mm-hmm. Talk about that, if you will, y'all. Okay, so um, that was actually a quote that that they 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 talked about our our last band. Yeah. I think was um, was me and Ian and our old drummer was in, and they were just enjoying our kind of sound. And we we hope that we've continued with that with yeah. Born Healer. So. Yeah. And that that song, the Old Father Time song, uh, is actually about uh, a friend of ours who was, uh, he was a a real, a perfect hippie. Uh, he, he was about... What does that mean, Ian, perfect hippie? A perfect well, hippie. He's a, he, I mean, he, he looked like a hippie and he talked like a hippie, but he completely believed in it all and being nice with nice to everybody. He was you just know? a nice guy. Yeah. You know, he just was a really nice, nice yeah. guy. He said he woke up every morning and... He just uh, felt good to be alive. Yeah. And the, the, the guy unfortunately passed away a few years ago, and we went to his his, his funeral, and it was yeah. it was beautiful. They they played lots of Hawkwind. Ah. You know Hawkwind over there, ah. and uh, yeah. and there was there was lots so many different types of of people in yeah. in attendance. It was really good, and uh, he'd always kind of inspired us as just being a lovely guy. Yeah. And really true, and so we wrote that song about him because he oh, he looked like old Father Time. time. Yeah, he, oh, wow. he kind of had the the Gandalf look. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, I love that. Well, yeah, God I think re- that's what Ian means about him being the perfect hippie. Yeah, he was like if you if you kind of wrote uh, drew a picture of what a hippie should look, yeah. should look like, he that would be it. Gandalf. And not because he was trying to conform or anything. Yeah. He was just, he just was the way he was. Well, God rest his soul yeah. and a great tribute to him. And yeah. so I'm, I'm in, in, you know, don't want to make any assumptions, but is, are the two singles then leading up to when in your back in the studio tonight you were in with uh, your bandmates? And I want to have you talk about Merrick and Steve, but yeah. um, is an album or an EP forthcoming? Is that in the works? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, um, a second, I should say, second. Well, our our first album came out, you know, four years ago, yeah. and uh, that was great, and it's still continuing to be great. And, and we're going to play a bunch of cuts off of that. Thank you, and 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 what's good is that we're still giving that, you know, we're still allowing that album to to go out there, and, yeah. and lots of people haven't heard it, and yeah. So it's new to many, 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 many sure. people. Um, the, so we, we're not we're not giving up on that album. That's yeah. great. We've got that album. Yeah. Um, but what? Obviously, we we've got new stuff. We've got new material, and we recorded some stuff. Um, kind of forgot to forget or by yeah. the time. Have you remember? And we've done all that, and and then we kind of had a, a a change of drummer. Mm. So that. It, it didn't halt things because that's just the way it is. But yeah, it, it did mean that we had to, to sort of reboot ourselves slightly. So the, the the new album kind of was kind of stopped, not not stopped, but just kind of slowed down. Yeah. And then, of course, COVID happened. Yeah, right, right. So by now we would be saying, look, look at our new album, but we're, we're not. So um what's happening is that we've got about three or four or five songs already recorded. Nice. Um, and 
we're still we, continuing to record and yeah. make new songs. So one we've of, actually got a lot of material. And one I think you've... Oh, go, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, one of the positive things about lockdown is that you have a bit more time. So we've been writing quite a lot. Yeah. And we've been uh, swapping song ideas over the internet with each other. And uh, so we've we've got a new bunch of songs that we were just started working on again tonight in our first rehearsal. I love it. Lockdown. And uh, so we're hoping to be able to get the album finished by the end of the year. Right. Yeah. Well, so stay tuned, y'all. Keep uh, on the lookout on Facebook and on uh, the Born Healer website. I think I know the answer to this, but because you've, you've kind of talked about it, but talk about your thoughts about releasing singles versus an album. I've had artists on the show that have said, no, they're never going to do an album again because that's not the way people are buying them. Then other, other artists have said, you know, but hey, I want to do this concept and I'm not, you know, I, I'm not uh, 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 beholding to the single drive uh, kind of market. Uh, yeah. it's, it's definitely I think it's it's one of the really challenging things about now it's because I think as you say different different people want different things so your audience want different things yeah. you know so you do an album some people will say there's no point or, or some other bands might say there's no point in pressing up any physical copies but mm. then you know you play gigs or, or whatever and people come up to you straight away and say yeah. have you got it on CD right, and then somebody right. comes up and asks if you've got it on vinyl yep. yeah and and also some of the 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 more traditional media, so magazines and things, they're looking to do reviews. Yeah. And they they would ideally want a product from you to sure. review. So it's 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 challenging, and we we kind of discuss it a lot between the band all the time. And uh, yeah. you're it's, you're kind of like sure. one foot in the Piru and one foot in the in the boat as or on the dock, as they say in uh, Louisiana. Yeah. You know, okay. Because yeah. I I never uh, went. Pro very rarely would I ever go to a gig in a club or wherever it would be where I didn't get the CD if I didn't already have it. If I were going to see bands that I didn't, you know, not the big name bands, but bands that I didn't know, just because I thought that was, you know, supportive of, and I'd enjoyed their music in the venue. Yeah, that's, that's really good of you. Well, you know, I think it's totally right. I think that um, it may not be the, the thing that bands do these days, but I do think um, there's a kind of a legacy, especially people in the more classic rock, you know, classic yeah. blues kind of genre that, that think, and rightly so, that you have a product, you have an album, right. you have a CD. And so um, I, I think that people want to have something in their hands. Yeah. I know um, I do. I do. <laughs> I miss I do the information well. that we used to get on the albums. You know, some of those, Absolutely. like, thick as a brick, I think. You know, you got volumes of, yeah. of stuff yeah. you can read through as you're listening to the music. It just... Absolutely. And I, I used to love it when when you had the lyrics. Yes, yes. Kind of sing along or, you know... Yeah, and, and who or, was playing on it and, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a real short break to support a sponsor that's near and dear to my heart, Foundation for Premature Infants. Uh, okay. advocating for these little people that have no voice. And then we're going to come back and play Pressure Valve off the debut release, the 2016 debut release, Till the Dawn. So stay with us and go out and buy Born Healer's stuff. The number of premature infants born in the United States each year, 380,000. That's 9.8% of the total births in the U.S. The Foundation for Premature Infants' mission is to advocate for the right of all premature infants to be cared for in a developmentally supportive and age-appropriate manner. Our vision? 
is to ensure that Premature Infants Bill of Rights is the standard of care for all babies born prematurely 24 hours per day, 365 days per year on all shifts in every neonatal intensive care unit throughout the world. Please consider making a donation by visiting us on Facebook, Foundation for Premature Infants, or at our website, foundationforprematureinfants.org. Born Healer, a soulful, heavy, groovy, blues rock UK-based band made up of Helen Turner, Ian Black, who are on the show right now, and Merrick Funkus and Steve Weaver, bass and drums respectively, who were just in the studio with Helen and... Uh, and Ian, and I, w- I want I want you all to talk. A li- set up a pressure valve, if you would, before we cue it up. Cue it up. You see that? And the turntable in the background. Whoa. Yay! <laughs> pressure valve. Yeah. Okay. So it was, it was one of the the first songs we wrote when we got together as a band. Yeah. And uh, it was it was really nice because I think I'd brought in a song idea and it wasn't really working, and uh, we kind of shelved it a bit, and then. Marek just started playing this really groovy bass line and we thought, wait a minute, we can put that other song on top of that bass line. Yeah. And it, it, it really worked. And it just it just had a, felt like it had a great groove. And yeah. Uh, we open a lot of our gigs with it because it's really just Yeah, Marek's the, the master of groovy bass lines. Yeah, he really I love that. I love the way he opened uh, heavy rumble. Well, let's hear a little pressure valve okay. if we could. Great. dawn and i i think this is uh blues matter said this beautiful vocals on a record and even better live and i would i would i, I don't know about the live part but love that uh, <laughs> love that track and i as i understand it ian you do most of the writing is that talk and yeah talk about 
your creative process and the writing process and how the band works collaboratively, if you would, a little bit? Okay. Well, I think I think I do most of it because uh, it's just something that I I just you know I pick up a guitar and I, I tend to start writing rather than rather than just ah. um, pressing. So yeah. uh, I just come up with some ideas and I usually uh, I usually have maybe an idea for the verse and the chorus or something, yeah. um, and maybe some lyrics and just bring it into the the rehearsal studio and see what everybody does with it. Mm-hmm. And we we chop and change it. Uh, we, we were doing one tonight and uh, we changed the key and things and it would work much better for Helen's voice. And also if, if, if I might have an idea for, a, for a, um, a vocal line, it just might be too low for Helen. So yeah. we, Helen will work out how she does it. And, uh, and it, for me, I would prefer everybody sort of uh, bringing you know playing things their way because uh they're they're the specialists at their instruments yeah so sure I, I can't think of anything worse than me coming in saying marrick play a bass line like this <laughs> so he's he's the groove master so yeah yeah, yeah. why, why not have the groove master and yeah helen obviously fantastic singer so yeah don't i don't want to give anything to helen it's too limiting so we all we all contribute to the writing and Everybody's happy with it at the end. I love it. Well, and and I I said this in the run-up to the show, and I know you haven't mentioned her as one of your influences, but you you have such a resemblance, at least to my eye, to Stevie Nicks. Your stage presence, the way the boots, the dress. Ian. Yeah. Thanks, Michael. (laughs) No, not Ian. (laughs) Wow, Ian. (laughs) Helen. Did I say Ian? Oh my God. And I'm just drinking water. Oh my (laughs) that whiskey's that whiskey's uh you know it's uh, whatever transporting over here. But that's a that's a high compliment because she's one of my uh I'm a, I'm a That's big, a high compliment. Big fan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, uh, very killer. Yeah. Well, I want to, you know, we, we talked about this debut album, and I want to queue up, and this is going to be in a video format, Till the Dawn, the, the uh, title track, and then we'll come back and chat. So go out and buy that CD right now while you're uh, listening to this yeah. music, y'all. Ring that cash register for these artists. <laughs> Ka-ching. Ka-ching. <laughs>
debut album 2016 that you are all are going out and buying right now i know on <laughs> <laughs> online because you want sure. that uh musty t-shirt that's going to be thrown in with that's that, right that yeah we've got them soaking in the bath <laughs> soaking in the whiskey no no no, no don't waste, don't waste <laughs> no. good whiskey we don't waste <laughs> and, it, and it looks like from the the montage of pictures that uh, otis has brilliantly put together that you all sent that you like to have some fun y'all the band likes to have some fun yeah we have been known to have fun the old time why yeah. not? You know, life's Why too short. Not? So talk yeah. about that uh, track, the genesis of it, and w the decision to make it the title track, make the, you know, the, the name of the album, et cetera. Till the Dawn. You, yeah, if you would. Yeah. Love it. It, love it. The it became the title track just because when we did the recordings, it it just seemed to be quite, it seemed quite special. Mm. It, something about the way, the way it had come out. The mood it sets. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, and people do seem to um, be attracted to it, um, you know, as a, as, a, as one of the kind of main songs of ours. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, so that worked out quite well. And um, the genesis of it was, uh, musically, it was just trying to do a nice bluesy song, a mm -hmm. minor key bluesy song, but not just a 12 bar, but to try and have a nice chorus in there yeah. as well. Um, and then lyrically, it came from uh, uh, a couple of people we know, a, a, a friend and also a family member, um, actually Helen's grandfather. And both of these people had this story about how they'd sat up all night um, when a close friend or a family member had passed away oh my gosh because either it was the religion in one case or it was just some yeah. amateur philosophizing on the other yeah that they were they were waiting to kind of see uh in, in helen's case her her grandfather's friend or or vice versa had said you know if i pass away and there is a heaven i'll come back and tell you oh wow so he was essentially waiting up all night oh till the God. dawn to uh to kind of see if this this spirit was going to come back to him oh. and it was it was just, it was two stories it was two stories that just really stuck with me and resonated I I yeah find yeah a song with them and um i love it it was maybe a bit too morbid to do that in the song title so we did it more about uh helen as a the, woman waiting up waiting I up love it. The man and you don't get song. that from spotify oh, y'all from a download on spotify <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think you know if you if you if you kind of write a song from something that's quite meaningful to you, yeah, then that that helps you. It resonates across yeah. the emotion across. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, this was this is my grandfather who was um, a staunch uh, communist. Oh, interesting. And a, a, a complete atheist. Oh wow. And, and him and his brother were very much like that. Yeah. And they both had a pact that if if one of them died, for sure. If they could come back and say there is an afterlife, yeah, then they would do it. Yeah. And so my grandfather stayed up till the dawn, and and he did it a few nights and yeah. probably a lot of nights, and well, then he, that was him. Probably a lot of whiskey. Isn't probably yeah. a lot of whiskey, and he categorically said, "That's it. I know for sure there's, there ain't no afterlife." No 
Oh, man. Well, you know, and on that note, on that <laughs> depressing note, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> we, need to, we need to seg- <laughs> we need to segue to brand new day. I think we need a little. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's a positive yeah exactly. Which is also out, off uh, till the dawn. <laughs> so let's cue that up if we could. And this is in a, a video format. So Otis will cue this one up. Till the dawn, born, born healer. A brand new day. Playing Ian, I love that man. What a great song and a great video. And you mentioned at the top of the show that uh, Free was one of your uh, both y'all's influences. And uh, Ian, talk about the opportunity you had to meet Andy Frazier and that story. Yeah, so we we were playing at a, a blues festival in uh, East London somewhere. Yeah, and. Um, Andy Fraser has, I think, been living in the States or had been living in the States for, for a couple of decades. Yeah. But he was over in the UK on a very rare occasion because he just released his own autobiography. Ah. Uh, so he was kind of doing a, a few rounds. And um, I was just preparing to go on stage because, you know, there was 
you know, it was a festival, so you had to get all your gear ready before the next band finished and things. Yeah. So I was just at the, the, the side of the backstage, setting out my effects pedals and tuning up and things. And Andy Fraser just walked, walked past. And uh, it was just, oh I just could God. not say hello. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Andy Fraser is, uh, you know, a lot of people uh, imagine that I'm, because I'm a guitar player, that Paul Kossoff would be my, my favorite member of Free. Yeah. I really think with, with Free, all four members were just, made the perfect sound yeah, yeah. Uh, and Andy Fraser was one of the main songwriters at the yeah. start so very much one of my idols and I'd, I'd actually I was reading his autobiography oh no time. way so yeah so I, yeah, I just I just were. stopped him to say no coincidences like, though I mean everything yeah. you know it's all yeah yeah and it was oh, it was yeah. it was really great because he was just by himself so he wasn't actually he wasn't actually rushing off anywhere yeah so um I had a, a I just a quick chat and I said I'm reading your book it's really great and he came back. He came back and said he was actually reading Eric Clapton's autobiography. Oh. <laughs> so he my my all-time so, favorite musician there. Ah, great! Oh. So we had a we had a, a great little regular Ch- chat. <laughs> Doing a book, a, a little book club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> impromptu book up before the show. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and, nice. and I love that story. And I know one of y'all's other uh, you mentioned in the run-up to the show, uh, the Black Crows are also one of your other. Uh, you're, you're fans yeah. of them, Marietta, Georgia, uh, right right down the road from us here. Definitely, yeah. That we um, that's one of the bands that we've we've all we've always liked. Yeah. Together and yeah. separately, as as before we met even. Yep. Uh, their their first album, uh, Shoot Your Money Maker, was yeah. just kind of out. Yeah. When we when we got together, which shows you how long that. Um. And I think I think literally every time they've come to the UK, we've you, seen the Black Crows. You guys have gone to see them. Wow! I every single it. time. I, I I don't think we would let them slip past London I love without it. us. I love it. Without us going to see them. Very yeah. cool. And the and and the, the stuff that they've got now, you know, the the Magpie Salute that Rich Robinson's got. We mm-hmm. really into that as well. Yeah. Yeah, we just love the Black Crows, really. Just I dig it. Stuff. Well, and we're yeah. gonna we're gonna play a song that's a cover of another band that you all are big fans of. But before we get to uh, "Since I've Been Loving You," uh-huh. I wanna I, I wanna give a shout out to. It wouldn't be a ride the vibe without Lucy Pillar, oh, with right. All Right Now Hello, Entertainment. Who uh, you know, interestingly enough to me, the last uh, th- uh, three guests, so Troy Redfern. Uh, Cass Hawkins and Johnny Hodson, and now you all, all UK, well, Cass in France, but basically UK-based, and all blues-ish-based bands, and it's somewhat full circle, because in the 60s, right, blues here in the States was out of favor, R&B had kind of supplanted it. Meanwhile, the blues albums are going over to Liverpool and other places and getting uh, uh, picked up by the Claptons and the John Mayles and Led Zeppelin. And, uh, you know, so now it feels like y'all in the UK are are reintroducing the blues to us back here in the States. So Again. I want to I want to talk about um, your influence the Le- the Led Zeppelin influence, but I want to cue up this audio file since I've been loving you, if we could, Wahid. Okay.
Maple Lion on a podcast you all did just recently said of that song that he felt, and he listens to a lot of music, that it was better than the original, <laughs> which I, I, I can't disagree with. He also went on to say <laughs> he believed that your album, Till the Dawn, was the best he had heard in a decade. So yeah. high praise from that uh, Maple uh, Lion. Yeah, and uh, Maple talk Lion. about y'all meeting Jimmy Page that, and that story. Okay, so uh, first of all, just thanks to Matt at the Maple Lion. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, he, he doesn't get out much, you know. <laughs> you know, he's been, he's been under quarantine all his life. Oh, you know? my gosh. So that, that, that is why he said this lovely oh, thing. <laughs> no, Thank I don't you. believe that at all. Um. So the Jimmy Page story was incredible. So we, uh, not with this band, admittedly, but Ian yeah. and I did the band before with Andy, our drummer, ex-drummer, you know, from this band. Anyway, um, we're all we're all kind of, you know, together. And, yeah. you know, th this band, band has another band after it. And yeah. all. Anyway, so uh, we were supporting a band called the, Ground, the Groundhogs in the 100 Club in Oxford Street. Uh. And... Um, the Groundhogs are, uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of them, but they're a pretty no. seminal blues band from the 60s. Uh -huh. um, and it just, to kind of very long story short, Jimmy Page was in the audience yeah. and to see, to see them, not us. But um, we didn't know that he wasn't there for us. So yeah. when we played our set, we were, we'd seen him around and we were just terrified. <laughs> we saw him yeah. and... Anyway, so we did our set and that was fine. And then we did actually play Since I've Been Loving You during the set. Because that was, it. it was down to be played. So we had yeah, to Yeah, you had to do it, right? We had to do it. So that was nerve wracking. I'm sure it was much more nerve wracking for Ian. As yeah, of course. Of course, as a guitarist. Yeah. Still pretty nerve wracking. I love anyway, it. so afterwards, um, we, we were just standing in the crowd and we'd done our bits and yeah. we were quite happy. And there was Jimmy Page standing about two feet away from oh us. Oh my gosh. And uh, we just had to go and talk to him. So I, I, I went to speak to him and I, yeah. I, I just said, hi. <laughs> <laughs> and I just said, you know, oh, I was the support band. And yeah. he said, oh, I missed the support band. And I went, yeah. oh, okay. And he said, but I heard you did a Led Zeppelin song. Yeah. Which one did you do? Ew. Yeah. Uh, and I said, since I've been loving you. And he said, oh, I'm really sorry. You, I, missed I missed it. it. I'm really yeah. sorry. I missed it. And I, and I thought, oh, well, Oh, <laughs> I didn't really know what to say. Yeah. It was one of those surreal moments yeah. telling Jimmy Page that I just done it. Well, you know what's interesting about Matt's observation is, you know, with a female vocalist doing a Zeppelin song, not unlike with Nancy Wilson and Hart doing mm -hmm. that brilliant rendition of Stairway to Heaven at, uh, at the, uh, the, uh, the Kennedy thing. Center, yeah. you know, yeah. and had yeah. Page, I believe, in Plan in Tears. And yeah. also, uh, and I'd encourage you guys to go out if you want to hear a little bit more about uh, Born Healer, go out and get that Maple Lion and Matt's uh, podcast and listen to it. But uh, he asked an interesting question, or he posed an interesting question that he poses to all the guests on his shows. And that qu question was, if you could pick three musicians to be in a three-piece band, a.k.a. Yeah. the Jimi Hendrix Experience or Cream, who would it be? So I pondered that all day today, and yeah. I thought, and I think this came from Ian, I thought absolutely Don Henley on drums, 
because he's a beautiful uh-huh. vocalist, a brilliant writer. He's also a guitarist. So, you know, if you're looking at an all a, a band for three piece, you know, then you could do guitar, guitar player. He could play that, etc. So Don Henley on uh, drums. And I think this came from the podcast, but got to be Paul McCartney on uh, bass. Yes. Right. Again, brilliant songwriter, singer. <laughs> so he can contribute yeah. and do a lot. And then he can do a lot. Yeah, he, he, he can do he, a lot. He, 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 you know, he's okay. He's okay. And then I thought this is the shift for me, though. And during the conversation, you guys were primarily talking about male vocalists. And I thought, no, because of Helen, I thought it's got to be for me either one of these three Bonnie Rhett, Nancy Wilson, or Susan Tedeschi. Because they're brilliant okay, guitar yeah. players, particularly Bonnie and Susan with the slide. They're writers, yeah. great vocalists, etc. So yeah, we are right. we are over time and out of time. But you guys ponder that. It's just been a fascinating show. Go out and buy Born Healer stuff. Go to their website. You'll get that uh, T-shirt that's soaked in that whiskey. Well, not really. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we want to see you guys when you come to the States, when Lucy gets you over here, when things oh, go yeah, back up. Look forward to it. Yeah, we're there. Yeah. Been a blessing, you guys. Thanks so much for joining me on Thank Ride the Vibe. Thank you. Thank you so Thanks much love. for having us. Cheers. We're out of here. So Get some Thank sleep, you. y'all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Too late, set the record straight. Things that he meant to do But hasn't gotten